Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, babies in their diapers, welcome to the Tiberia Show with your host, Tiberius Boy! That's me, Tiberius! Today, we're going to talk about some very awesome stuff. We have a video about running your own magic show, a book about best friends struggling trying to run their babysitting business, and we have a totally awesome guest. Today, we have the one, the only, the amazing Tim Belling! Tim is a safety director at Competitive Edge Partners and Consulting. Hey, Tiberius, thank you for having me here. I look forward to it. It'll be a good time. Sweet. Well, today, we're going to start off with a video game of the week, and this is going to be magic. Sounds like fun. And now it's time for the video game of the week. Today's video game is Money Magic. This is in by NextGen Personal Finance. This is a website that teaches you about personal finance. You can find it at ngpf.org and click on the arcade button. So when you start the game, you have to meet Enzo the Magician. And you meet his buddy, Barnabas. And he will explain what the game is all about. You are now his budgeting manager and you have to set a budget for Enzo's magic show, but also make sure you cover maintenance and pay Enzo enough to keep him happy. You can invest in different magic tricks and also make the act better, but also remember to put money into the Vegas fund so Enzo can perform in Las Vegas. That would be a fun thing to perform in Vegas. So then you have to pick your tricks and then you get to see one of the magic tricks that you chose and get to see the applause ratings. This is important so you can mix up the shows so people stay interested. I really did not like when they added surprise costs like new shoes or training. This was not in my budget. Nobody prepared you for that? No. Oh, that would be bad. That happens after you make the budget. Ah. Well, I got my dad to play and he was very good at it. He won over five times and always saved at least a thousand to two thousand dollars extra in his Vegas fund. He also told me the secret was to not buy the expensive tricks, but instead buy the cheaper ones and mix them up with the harder tricks to be sure it is different enough to keep people coming to see the show. You need people coming. Well, I give Money Magic 10 out of 10 stars because I really like this game where I can set budgets and see how Enzo reacts to my decision. It is also fun to see how other people react when I show them this game. My dad said it was a great way to learn about saving money and how to play in a budget for everyday needs and expenses. I think I'm going to have to get my uh, daughters to play this game and learn how to do it. They're in their 20s, but they need the budget. <laughs> Everyone needs a budget. Over 40 years, Lighthouse Central Florida has provided education, independent life skills, and job training to thousands of Central Floridians who live with blindness or any degree of vision loss. Whether it's picking out clothes in the morning or just moving around your community and serving Orange, Seminole, and Osceola counties, contact Lighthouse Central Florida at 407 The Tiberia Show would like to thank one of their dedicated sponsors, Custom Designs Orlando. These 
these guys are on Mills Avenue and do all sorts of stuff, ranging from photo ID badges, engraved signs, custom braille ADA signs, vinyl lettering to trophies and awards. The cool part about custom designs is they can ship products all over the United States. You can reach them at 407-898-0373 and tell them that Tiberius sent you. And now it's time for the book of the week, The Babysitter's Club, Marianne Saves the Day. This book is written by Anne Martin. Let me read to the back of the book. In fact, Tim, would you like to do the honors? Of course I would. So when the Babysitter's Club gets into a huge fight, Marianne is left to her own devices. She has to eat by herself in the school cafeteria and try to make some new friends as well as deal with her overprotective father. When she has a babysitting emergency, she has to figure out how to keep the Babysitter's Club from falling apart. That sounds like a challenge. That would be a tough thing to do. Well, this is an app book worth one whole point. It's rated for second grade and seventh month. That is not a lot of points because it's a graphic novel, but the subject matter is made for teens. So in book three of the Babysitter's Club, we start off with all four of the girls having a day off and a call comes in. Christy answers the phone and took the job right away. This made the other girls upset because she did not offer it to the other girls first since she already had a number of jobs that week. The argument turned all the girls against each other and even made Marianne leave and say she did not want to see them again. Uh-oh. Well, then she meets a new kid at the cafeteria and makes a new friend. Then she has to deal with some stuff at home all by herself and missed being able to talk to her friends about it. This was getting hard. It's hard not to hang out and talk with your friends all the time. Yeah. They give you good advice sometimes. Mm-hmm. Then they tried a new way to find out you know, how to give the jobs more fair by spicing cards in a hat. And then they were still fighting because they thought the person who made them was cheating. Well, then Marianne was working a job and the parents were late and her father did not want her out late. Then on another job she was watching Jenny who got a fever. The temperature was 104 and she got very scared. The doctor on record that was supposed to be there did not answer and she could not call her friends to get help so she calls her new friend Don, the new kid that she found and made friends with and they called 911 for help. Ooh, that's gonna get interesting now. Yeah. Well, I give the Babysitter's Club Marianne Saves the Day 12 out of 10 stars because I like what she apologizes to her friends and got the other girls to make up. It was also cool that they now have the support of their new friend, Dawn. It's always nice when you can make up with your friends. Yeah. Get back to talking about what you need to talk to. Yeah. Oak Ridge Gun Range is a family-oriented shooting range that has been in business for over 30 years. They specialize in basic firearm training and offer numerous services such as consignments, gun trades, gunsmithing, and concealed weapon classes. I even got my training for gun safety at Oak Ridge Gun Range. Great customer service and firearm safety is what they do best. So find out more at OakRidgeGunRange.com. So you want to make an ad for your company, right? Yeah, Tiberius, you want to help me? Okay, so what's the name of the company? PPWND. PP what? Professional Pressure Washing and Detailing. So you like clean driveways? Yeah, like that. We pressure wash commercial buildings and semi-truck and trailers. So how would someone get a hold of you? Uh, they can visit my site at ppwnd.com or call me at 407-900-7793. So I just tell them to call you at 407-900-7793 or visit ppwnd.com? Yeah, Tiberius, you got it. Cut! That's a wrap!
Just use that. And now it's time for our interview of an interesting person. Today's is going to be so much fun. Today we have the one, the only, the amazing Tim Bailing. Tim is a safety director at Competitive Edge Partners and Consulting. Thank you again. Look forward to this. Let's uh, let's see what kind of questions you got for me. Let's do this thing. So first off, how are you enjoying being on the show? Very interesting. I enjoy it. It's uh, There's a lot of behind the scenes that I wasn't sure went on. I'm learning a lot. Okay, so to start off as a safety director, can you explain to my listeners exactly what does that mean? Safety director means I'm the behind the scenes and I have people out in the field walking around on construction job sites making sure everybody's working safe so everybody can go home at the end of the day to their family. Nice. So why do we need to worry about safety when we're at work? Uh, for instance, a couple weeks ago, I was over in Tampa, walked up to a job site as we watched the fire truck and police come in to rescue a guy from the third floor because he fell from the fourth floor to the third floor. Broke some ribs, punctured a lung. Um, it took them about an hour to get him from the time it happened to get him out on the ambulance and going home. And needless to say, he was in the hospital for a while and not going to quite be the same for a while. So we're trying to prevent things like that from happening. Jeez. So how long have you been working in the safety industry? Safety industry directly about six years, but I've been in doing construction and electrical for almost 20 years. Wow. Yep, got my journeyman's license back in Mich my electrical journeyman's license back in Michigan about 17 years ago. Wow. So what got you interested in working in safety? Um, luck, fluke. My boss at the time at the electrical company I was working for came down and asked me if I wanted to be the safety director, and I thought it was an opportunity to get out of the field so I didn't have to go bust my butt every day, and thought, yeah, let's do this, and now it's a very rewarding thing. I'm enjoying it a lot. Nice. So what was the best part about working in this field? Um, getting the people thanking you because you're helping make their job site safer for them. So does it take a lot of training to be a safety director? Uh, yeah. It takes... Five, you have to have five years of safety experience before you can get your OSHA certifications to be able to teach the classes for OSHA. So that's a minimum that you need to be a safety director, and then it just goes from experience past that. Wow. So now, how does this job make their world a better place? Um, so same job site I told you about where the fire rescue was there and took the guy out in the ambulance. A week after that... Um, they had somebody fall off the seventh floor all the way down to the first floor and he didn't make it. So we're making it a better place because we're making the job sites safer and everybody can go to their job site, do their work, and then go home at the end of the day and see their family. Wow. Now I interviewed someone that worked on safety with crosswalks. Some of the changes made cars wait more and traffic less productive. So all safety systems make work slower and less productive? Ah, that's a, that's a topic that everybody likes to talk about, productivity versus safety. And as far as that goes, those cars having to wait more and go slower is probably safer for the people walking across the street. I would think most people would agree on that. Does it make the cars slow down a little bit? Yeah, but it keeps people safe when they're crossing the street. So I think there's a I think that's a good give and take that you have to work with. Yeah. So what are the largest reasons for an accident in the workplace? Uh, OSHA has what they call their their fatal four, which is the four most dangerous things, which is electrocution, caught in between, slips, trips, and falls. Uh, but then we, unfortunately, in the construction industry, we have something that's ten times higher than that now, and that's uh, suicide. Construction has the highest suicide rate out of any industry in the world. Jeez. That's a lot. That that. 
Yep, that's a sad thing that we that we're starting to have to deal with now. Dang. So, what is one of the coolest things that you got to see in your business? Um. So you know the I four eyesore that everybody sees driving up and down over in Altamont. Mm -hmm. I had to walk up to the top of that before they had the elevators in there. That was a pretty, uh, pretty neat, amazing view when you got up to the top, but pretty bad walking up all those flights of stairs. And that was because the elevator people were like $200 an hour to come sit there for us, and it was just to give an estimate on something. Yeah. Pretty fun. I sore, I get it. <laughs> I, yeah, my knees were sore after that one. So what is the hardest part about being a safety director? Uh... A lot of the walking up and down the different flights of stairs. Um, we, we regularly are walking up 18 floor buildings over in Tampa. We, and we have to walk because the they have what they call a buck hoist, which is the elevator that the construction people use. And it's quite often not where we need it to be, so it's easier just for us to walk up and down. That's probably the most dangerous thing that we have to do or the hardest part of it. So what type of work is the most dangerous? Um, I see a lot of electric electricians and roofers they're the ones that seem to have the most roofers they uh, typically don't tie off when they're up on the roof they don't wear their safety harness they don't tie it off to anything so they slip and they fall and down the roof they go electricians the biggest one that they run into is obviously they get shocked and if they get electrocuted you know they're no longer here yeah so what are some things that we can do to make the type of work safer most of it I'd, I'd like to say is common sense and just slowing down. A lot of times we climb up on our ladders and we go to the top rung of the ladder or we swing our leg over it and sit on the top of the ladder and make it be a chair and that's not what it's made for. So if we just use things the way they're supposed to be used and slow down, it'll make things a lot safer and easier. Mm -hmm. Well, if you could think of one thing that would make your job easier, what would it be? Hmm. Elevators on the first floor every time I show up. That would be the that would make it the easiest, but it doesn't happen. Um, just people using their common sense and slowing down a lot on things. Mm -hmm. Now, my dad said that you used to be an electrician. Do they need a safety director as well? Most companies, depending on their size, need a safety director. They all need some sort of a safety program. Um, OSHA makes it where if they have more than 10 employees, they have to follow their rules. But yeah, elect electrical contractors, they definitely need it. That's actually where I got my start as being, in a, being a safety director was at an electrical contractor here in Orlando. Wow. Well, which job was more fun, being a safety director or an electrician? That's going to be a tricky one because the electrician, I got to see and go and do a lot of different things. I got to work in different airports. I got to go work on boats, on yachts. Um, safety, I kind of just go around to job sites and I don't really get to be hands-on involved. I'm just looking when I'm doing the safety. Mm -hmm. So what is the greatest challenge that most safety directors are dealing with today? Uh, the question you asked me about productivity with the crosswalks, product production versus safety. When we go out and we give out safety ideas or tell people how they need to slow down or work safer, then we get the people on the production side of it with the money side of it getting mad at us because we're slowing their production down. And so that's them make more, less money. Yep. So they don't think they're going to get the job done in time. They're going to make less money. They're going to spend more money putting more people out there because I'm slowing them down. That's what we run into regularly. Yeah. So what is the craziest situation that you've run into while working as a safety director? Uh, probably that 
walking up to the fire department in the middle of a uh, rescue because they shut all the roads down. We heard all the sirens coming. We couldn't even walk out of the job site until after the fire department had, had the guy down on the floor because they completely shut the job site down. That was probably the craziest thing I've been into. Dang. So what advice should you give to my listeners if they want to grow up and work as a safety director? Uh, get into construction early. It's not all about going and getting the hand, getting the book smart stuff, getting the internet smart stuff. It's a lot of hands-on because the people that have done it before, are, you're, we relate better to the guys working in the field than the people that are just walking around with a clipboard. Mm-hmm. So when you were a kid, what did you want to do when you grew up? Did you always know that you were going to work as a safety director? Well, I wanted to be Spider-Man, but I quickly learned that I can't be Spider-Man um, for many reasons. And I was really into my hands-on and, and taking things apart. I used to take remote controls apart all the time, uh, remote control cars, things like that. I used to destroy them and never be able to put them back together. I went to college for electrical engineering, and I wanted to do electric electrical. Um, and I realized I didn't want to sit in an office all day, so that's why I got into being an electrician. Nice. So, I run a radio show and podcast that talks about God in my line strong segment. How do you include God's message in your work? Um, we try to be good stewards and we try to do, we try to treat everybody the same. Um, it's not so much that we necessarily talk about God all the time while we're out there, but we try to incorporate being good and being nice to everybody because you get back how you treat everybody. So we just try to treat everybody really nice and think, make people think about what they would do, which is kind of, kind of along that lines. So think about how you want to be treated and how you want to act towards people. Okay. What was the first job you ever had? Flipping burgers at McDonald's. I made four dollars and ten cents an hour. That was minimum wage at the time. Well, was there anything you learned from that job that helped you be a better safety director? Uh, not having to having to deal with pressure because as a safety director, as flipping burgers at McDonald's, you're constantly trying to get the orders out. They're they're calling, they're yelling at you. Your managers at the time telling you to hurry up and get the burgers ready, and that's what we have to do with being a safety director. It's all about the challenges and the and the pressure that's going to get put on you. People come mm-hmm. at you from every direction wanting things. Oh yeah. So who helped motivate or inspire you the most in following your dreams? Uh, that would probably be my dad. He's no longer with us, but he passed on some good messages to me, working hard and doing what you need to do to achieve what you want in life. Mm-hmm. Now, what message do you want to tell children all over the world about doing the work that you do? Uh, I want I want everybody to know just to work, just to slow down a little bit. It doesn't need to be as fast-paced as what we make it. Um, you go to some of the different countries overseas and their work pace is a lot slower than what we have here in the United States and I think everybody just needs to slow down a half a step because things will get a lot safer that's what I want everybody to know Mm -hmm. now if you could go back 10 years and tell yourself something what would it be ah 10 years tell everybody that you know all your close family that you love them because you don't know how long they're going to be here but as far as work um, get more into computers learn more never never stop learning because you need to constantly learn Mm-hmm. So what was the biggest mistake you ever made and how did it change you as a person? Oh, biggest mistake I ever made was not taking opportunities to get out of the field work for construction years ago. I should have done that because it beat my body up more. That was the biggest mistake I've made. Um, how did it change me? 
It changed me by making me realize that I don't want to be in the field, uh, that I wanted to get out of the office and help help make it easier for everybody out there. Mm-hmm. So when you're not working on safety, what do you do for fun? I like video games. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm more into Fortnite. I, told, I mentioned to you earlier I can't do the first-person shooter. They make me sick. I can't go to Disney World and go on any of those rides that spin you around in a circle. Okay. They make me dizzy. They make my... I, I can't even watch people on those things. I also like to bowl. Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. My highest game was a 279. I can't <laughs> do that. <laughs> so, what is your favorite book to read? Um, I don't necessarily have a favorite book to read. I haven't read books in a long time. I do a lot more reading on the internet now and on my phone. Yeah. I do a, I do a lot of Facebook reading. Yeah, it is a lot easier. It's a lot easier and there's a lot more pictures and plus usually there's it's a like, video there I can watch. Instead of like flipping the whole page, <laughs> you might just have to press a key. And another thing you ha- you don't really have to deal with yet, my eyes went bad somewhere in my 40s. Like as soon as I turned 44 something like that, just one day magically my eyes went bad so I can't read books. I'm magically blind. Yep. It's like I'm legally blind. You can't tell but I have my contacts in. Oh, I can't <laughs> tell at all. I just have glasses. Much easier. Okay, okay. Then can you tell me that one story? You know, remember, this is a kid's show. But that one story, well, that you're not supposed to tell me about. Come on. Oh, an embarrassing story that I have. Oh, boy. I don't know if I have any embarrassing... I have a lot. It depends on who you ask. The problem is, is I just don't get embarrassed by them. But probably one of the bigger ones that I have on construction sites we run into all the time is... Our pants get ripped regularly. And sometimes you know about it, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you can put duct tape down where you're where you where you would normally sit down because your pants are ripped out. Sometimes you may not catch that and you walk around with your boxers hanging out the whole time. Yeah, that happens. Hey. Not proud of it, but it happens. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else you think my listeners should know about you? Uh, no, I'm a pretty open book. You can find me on Facebook. I'm on I'm on all the stuff. They'll, they'll catch me from your stuff here. Um, and yeah, anybody has any questions, I'm happy to answer. I'm I'm not. I don't get embarrassed. I don't get shy. I put everything out there. I think I met you at a Predators football game one time, Ooh. and uh, yeah, that's what I like to do for fun: hang out and do that stuff. Sweet. Well, do you have a Facebook for my listeners to follow you? I do. Um, it's just my name, Tim Dot Bailing. And you'll find me. Well, not literally follow you. Well, yeah, not follow me literally. Well, I mean, you can see a lot. Just don't watch it right now because I'm big into college sports and Michigan plays Ohio State, so there's some bad language on there right now. Well, what is that one question that you think I forgot to ask you? Um, do I enjoy my job right now with the company I'm at? Do you? I do. The lady I work for is very big into promoting women in the industry. She's very good in promoting other people getting into the industry. She's been, we have a nonprofit organization where we get people from high school kids out and we teach them safety stuff. We teach them how to drive a forklift, how to drive a scissor lift. We also go into prisons and do the same type of thing now. Wow. So thank you, Tim, for being my special guest. Can you stick around for Math Corners? I absolutely can. I'm not very good at it, but let's see what we can make happen.
So you want to make an ad for your company, right? Yeah, Tiberius, you want to help me? Okay, so what's the name of the company? PPWND. PP what? Professional Pressure Washing and Detailing. So you like clean driveways? Yeah, like that. We pressure wash commercial buildings and semi-truck and trailers. So how would someone get a hold of you? Uh, they can visit my site at ppwnd.com or call me at 407-900-7793. So why just tell them to call you at 407-900-7793 or visit ppwnd.com? Yeah, Tiberius, you got it. Cut! That's a wrap! Just use that! Are you frustrated with your computer? Tired of waiting for the computer to let you get your work done? Having an IT professional available when you need him can be invaluable to your business. With a Your Computer Solutions monthly service plan, you can enjoy error-free computing and get your tasks done when you want them done. Got a virus or malware warning? Call YCS and let them remotely solve the issue for you. Computer running slow? Give YCS a call and they will remotely fix it. When? Well, right away. On average, our clients are back up and running within 10 minutes of their call. If you want your computer to run smoothly month after month, just get the Your Computer Solutions monthly service plan. Your Computer Solutions is there when you need them. Call us today at 407-826-0810. The Tiberius Show would like to thank Boggy Creek Airboat Adventures for being one of our sponsors. I got to go on an airboat and saw a real gator. I even got to go to the gem mine and mine for some gems. We ate a steak dinner at the restaurant even got some gator rights. If you want to have a blast with the entire family, I suggest you go to www.bcairboats.com right now to get your tickets today. The website again is bcairboats.com. Tiberius's favorite subject, it's Math Corners! Tim for helping me with math corners. This week, we're going to do some more multi-step word problems. My dad is always good at finding new math problems for me to solve. Well, today, we're going to talk about the OSHA incident rate. So much fun. Well, what is an incident rate? Well, it's calculated by multiplying the number of recordable cases by 200,000 and dividing that number by the number of labor hours at a company. Well, Jack is a safety director not a cleaning company. There are eight employees that work an average of 2,000 hours a year. They had two accidents last year. What's the incident rate that Jack is supposed to report to his boss? Oof, that's not going to be a good one. Well, first you have to find out the use for the, from the formula for the incident rate and put in the variables. So two accidents times 200,000 is 400,000. That part is easy. But then you're supposed to divide it by the number of employee labor hours. So, if there are 8 employees and they average 2,000 hours each, you would have 16,000 hours total. Now you take the 400,000 and divide it by 16,000 and get 25. So the incident rate is 25. So mm -hmm. Tim, is that a good incident rate for the company or are they in trouble now? They're not really in trouble, but they're not. That's not a good rate. That's not something that you want to have happen because that's what twenty percent of their twenty percent of their employees got hurt. That's not a good rate to have. Well, thank you so much, Tim, for your help with math corners. Anytime. It was great. And now it's time for the heart of a lion. As you know, we talk about the qualities of living by the heart of a lion, which stands for leadership, integrity, obedience, 
and nobility. This week, we're gonna talk about nobility. For me, I think nobility is remembering we are God's special possessions and acting in a noble way, showing courage and honor. The qualities of nobility are goodness, virtue, honor, generosity, and selflessness. So I was at recess this week and one of the eighth grade girls got hit in the head with a kickball and she fell on the ground. One of the boys on the field, Jacob, ran to help her up. He checked to make sure that she was okay and got her back on her feet. Afterwards, he played soccer with her on his own to keep her company. This was selfless because he could be playing with his friends, but instead he wanted to make sure she was okay and able to mess around and stuff. He also did not want her to feel lonely after getting hit in the head. So Tim, did you see your used nobility at all this week? We did. Over the weekend, my wife and I went down and helped volunteer. Um, I told you about my boss and the way she tries to promote and get other people in. We did a picnic for them all this weekend, and my wife and I went and volunteered our time to help help out with that to make sure they had a good time with them and their families. Nice. We should always try and be lying strong at everything we do, shouldn't we? We should. Yep. It's a good thing to do. And that's our show, folks. I want to thank the one, the only, the amazing Tim Bailing for being on my show. It has been so much in talking with you today. I think we learned a lot about what is a safety director and why we should always looking into safety first when doing any job that may have risks. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on here. It was a good time. Um, I had a blast. It was good. Maybe we'll do it again sometime. Well, do you mind giving your website? I don't have a website. Or Facebook? My Facebook is uh, Tim.Bailing on Facebook, and you'll find me on there. Sweet. Also, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at The Tiberius Show. And please be sure to visit The Tiberius Show on YouTube and subscribe. Also, be sure to listen to us next week on The Tiberius Show. Their host, Tiberius! The Tiberius Show is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. Executive producer, Joseph Boy. Production editor, Pierre Laguerre. Green Room manager, Danny Boy. And your program host, Tiberius Boy. The Tiberius Show is copyright 2018.